Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hi guys, it's so nice to be back with you on an actual proper day. We kind of got out of our flow because of Easter, but thanks for bearing with me. I hope that you really enjoyed the Easter episode that um, was, I don't know, you might have noticed surprisingly, I think that went out Tuesday, I think. Anyway, so we're back into the flow. Welcome to episode 173, Parenthood Friday today. And Let's get cracking into this. I've got a lot. I, I hope I can cover this in one episode, but I want to um, I want to have a conversation around our convictions and how do we teach our kids to have conviction? Um, how do we raise kids who know what they believe and who will stick by what they believe? Because I think in a society of you know, uh, rapidly declining morals and rapidly declining value and belief system, this is becoming more important than ever. I know a lot of you um, say to me that you're so concerned about raising kids in this kind of environment that we're in. But guys, I want to bring you some hope today. I want to let you know that it actually doesn't matter what's going. Well, it does matter. It means we've got to parent even more intentionally and even better. But let me say, no, no matter and despite what's going on around us, we can still raise kids with great morals, with great convictions. So I want to really unpack that today on how we can teach our kids to really fight for what they believe and to stand firm in what they believe, despite what everyone else, including all of their friends and all of their peers might be believing differently. And um, we also want to raise kids who will not let themselves be bullied, no matter who it is. So let's look at what conviction is. Conviction is more than just a strongly held opinion. Okay, so when I'm talking about conviction today, I'm not just talking about kids that have strong opinions. A conviction is a powerfully held belief that is founded in something deeper than just ourselves. That is what I'm talking about. How can we raise kids who have powerfully um, and deeply held beliefs that's founded in something deeper than themselves? And of course, for us with a Christian worldview, these things are founded outside of ourself and founded in God and in our biblical worldview. So we desperately, guys, desperately need to raise kids like this because, like I said, the world is declining rapidly, its morals, its values, and even its God-centeredness. Society once upon a time you know, was built upon godly values. I've talked about that before. You know, I know where I come from in Adelaide, that is known as the city of churches. Um, and it's not like that anymore. We wouldn't say that about, um, about our society now. Um, and people, by the way, are not becoming happier because of their lack of conviction. They're actually, have you noticed, the less conviction, the less values we have, the more corrupt our morals become, the more unhappy and anxious and depressed um, 
that people are becoming than ever before. So I am really, really passionate about this. This is why I do a parenting podcast, because I don't think it's good enough to just have a stab in the dark with our parenting. I did not stab in the dark with raising my kids. um, And I talk about this over and over. We were very intentional and I did that a few ways. One, obviously I prayed and I'm like, Holy Spirit, I've got you as my guide. But secondly, I looked at people who had raised great kids or were raising great kids and I asked them what they did. And thirdly, I read and I didn't read a lot of different books. I read the ones from the people who, um, you know, from the parents who were great parents, anything that they suggested to me that really helped form their parenting. Um, and so I really, um, yeah, I think we don't have the luxury anymore to kind of be accidental. So absolute kudos to you guys, because you're here listening to a parenting podcast. So please share this far and wide because I really want to help a generation of parents raise a great generation of kids. So, Um, When we raise kids through uh, who have conviction, it's actually going to guide them through every stage and every phase of their life. And if we do not get this right, the consequence will be huge for our kids and it's not a great consequence. You know, just this week, I was so encouraged. I've spoken with two, two young men this week. Both of them are 21. Now, one of them has a new girlfriend and he was telling me about that. And then the other one is actually about to get married. Now, a day apart, these guys, they do know each other, but not super well. Um, And totally unknowingly, they both actually said the same thing to me. And it really struck me. I was so impressed by both of them. And they said to me, you know, Renee, when I first started dating, Um, they both said to both of their now girlfriends, my family will be a church going family, a God loving family, and I'm not compromising on that. So if you don't want to raise your family the same way, then this relationship doesn't go any further right now. I was literally kind of gobsmacked in the best way. And so, so happy to hear this. Um, you know, almost the same words out of the mouths of these two really young guys. Do you know what that tells me? That these young men are principled and they have conviction. They've been raised well. One of them, I know that his parents really well. The other one, I, um, I know them from a distance and they're great parents who have really raised their kids intentionally with conviction. These young men know what they want and they're not willing to compromise. And they were letting the girls know, if you can't agree to this, this relationship goes no further. Do you know how rare this is? How many young men I see who uh, compromise everything they've grown up believing in for the good looking girl that they want and how many young girls do the same. But when you raise your kids to have conviction, they will grow up strong. They will grow up principled. They will grow up with great courage. They will make better decisions. They'll make better employees. They're going to make better wives, husbands, mothers, and fathers. So Once your kids are not so little and you're not the one making decisions for them anymore, what will cause them to choose wisely for their own lives? What's going to keep them from things such as, you know, wasteless partying and drinking till they're drunk? What's going to keep them um, from sleeping around, from choosing a boyfriend or girlfriend who isn't good for them? 
Conviction is what's going to do that. What's going to keep them from following what everyone else is doing, no matter what that might be. It's going to be their conviction that's going to help them to make great decisions for their life. So if you listen to the Easter podcast, I actually asked my kids if they'd ever thought of walking away from their faith and not pursuing the godly lives that we've raised them in. And, you know, I've actually never asked that before. And they kind of looked at me like, duh, like why, why would we walk away? And the answer to all three um, was no, they'd never thought about it. And I was really kind of moved in that moment. I thought, gee, okay, so we've raised three kids who've just never wanted to walk away from the convictions that we've raised them in. And all three are very strong in their convictions about God, about living a godly lifestyle, about living out the purpose that God has put them on this earth for. They've got conviction about marrying a person who loves God like they do. They've got conviction about how important family is. And uh, they've got conviction about how our lives are most fulfilled when we serve others. And I could go on and on. So this has all really got me thinking. And um, so many little things came to mind about how have we raised kids like this. So this is not coming from a bunch of research that I've done on how to raise kids of conviction. This is a conversation between you and me where I'm going to try to unpack the things um, that I think have helped um, to to lead our kids towards being people of conviction. And I'm hoping that these things will help you. Um, and I think I've got three or four things that I, three or four ways I want to unpack this. So let's start off with number one. The first thing that we need to know as parents is raising kids of conviction does not happen quickly. It actually happens really slowly over the years with lots of small little things that we do well and that we do right. We cannot expect to have kids of conviction because we have a couple of good conversations. It takes years of consistency on our part. And that's a real challenge to us as parents to be consistent. This is a principle in their lives. This principle is built over time. It is built from the moment that they are born right up until they're hitting their adult years. That is how long it takes to build conviction in them. So strap in for a long ride. And, you know, in a world where we want everything on demand, guys, we cannot have that this time. Every stage and every phase of our kids' lives matters and is going to contribute to them either being or not becoming young people of conviction. So that's my first one. The second one, um, this I think is probably the most important um, tip that I can give you, the most important thing that I can tell you. Um, And so I'm going to park here for a bit and unpack it in two different ways. And that's this. Am I rooted in conviction as a person myself? Am I rooted in conviction? This is the most important way to teach our kids conviction is am, am I rooted in conviction? Is my partner rooted in conviction? So we're going to unpack this into two parts. The first one is let me talk to you personally Um, And then I'll talk to you as a parent. So let's unpack you, you personally. Do you have conviction about things? What does that look like? What do your kids see, 
you doing? How do you outwork this? Because they're not listening to what you tell them as much as they are watching what you do. Your credibility is built or torn down over time by them watching you. And this is convicting in itself because it means that we have to be people um, and parents who have got conviction behind closed doors, not just out in public. So they're not um, they're not just listening to what you tell them on how to have conviction or what to have conviction about. They're looking to see if you do and if you're acting that out. So recently, Georgia wrote a card to me where she said, mom, if I'm half the person that you are when I'm older, then I'll be really happy about that. And I was so moved because she gets to see the best and the worst of me. She sees me every day. She sees me off the platform and off the podcast and she still wants to be like me and she respects me that just moves me so much. And I'm so grateful for that, especially because I guess of how I was raised and I kind of didn't feel like that myself. And so when she was younger, I remember thinking, I really hope I get this right. I really hope that she grows up respecting me, not thinking, oh, gee, mum is the person I don't want to be like. So are you modeling being a person of conviction? So with our kids, and I guess I'll unpack a couple of stories because it kind of helps. Um, I think stories are a great way to communicate this, but they have watched Cameron and I make calls about so many different things, which we made according to our convictions. And they've watched us be treated badly by others at times because of it. But they've also watched that our convictions have stood the test of time. And so this has inspired them to have conviction. And even more, it inspires them to have courage. We've tried to show them what it looks like in real time to stand by your conviction. And that really takes courage. So this recent COVID pandemic has been brilliant for this because Cameron and I have had very strong convictions on what was and wasn't right about the whole way that this pandemic's been handled. And we had extremely regular conversations with our kids about what our convictions were and why. And they watched us not be rocked once by massive peer pressure. They watched us put our money where our mouth is when both venues of our church campuses, one being in a cinema and one being in performing arts, became vaccine mandated. So we spoke outrightly to them about how this is wrong and why this was wrong and how we would never ever discriminate by only letting some come to church and not others. You know, yet meanwhile, we can all sit with those very same people in a food court together. And while other church leaders and most of them fell silent, we spoke up and we did something and we moved two venues with a week's notice. Our kids watched us do that. They saw Um, the effort that that took. They saw behind the scenes and they saw the stress of it, of finding. I mean, it's hard enough to find one venue, let alone two. Um, they, They watched all of that happen behind the scenes. They watched us and we taught them how to pivot and live creatively to stand by our convictions. And yep, they watched us get labeled anti vaxxers because of it. But what did that do for our kids? 
that became the biggest gift. It taught them how to stand firm, even when other people around you will pressure you or even mock you. It taught them what true leadership is, that just because something is popular doesn't make it right, that everybody can be wrong. And instead of it rocking their faith, it only made them stronger and it gave them even more respect for Cameron and I. Because we've taught our kids that our faith is not dependent on other people or what other people are doing or what other people think. It is only dependent on God. And that is where our conviction comes from. And that is where we've taught our kids that their conviction is to come from, not from other people, not from society, but from God. It does not come from what is popular. It does not come from social media. Our conviction is not informed by the latest woke thing to participate um, in. So what was a little bit of a difficult, um, I wouldn't even say difficult, but a challenging um, couple of months for Cameron and I has actually become the greatest gift for our family. Um, and so, yeah, I'm almost grateful, but for them to watch, and we had so many, so many of our church people that came up to us as well and were like, we understand what pressures you guys went through to do that. But you know what? When you are a person of conviction, people want to follow that. People look up to that. Okay, so let's keep going on this point um, on are you a person of conviction, but I've talked about you personally, but let's look at the second part. Do you parent your kids with conviction? Because if you don't, you are sending them a silent message that you are a walkover. If you don't teach them to follow your lead now, they will not want to follow your lead when they are a teenager or a young adult. So what does that look like, parenting them with conviction? So this is what first-time obedience is about, guys. Go back to my very first two, three, actually, parenthood episodes where I talked about first-time obedience. This is a really great way to parent with conviction. Basically, you mean when you demand first-time obedience, you're like, I'm not fluffing around. We had full conviction that first time obedience was good for our kids. None of this counting to three. That is parenting without conviction. If you count to three, if you say to your kid, I'm going to give you three, I'm going to count to three and you better, you better, you better not do this or not do that or you better be doing this. That is parenting without conviction because what you're saying is, I'm not quite sure if I really want you to do this. I don't know what I'm going to do if you don't do it. I'm giving you three seconds actually to disobey me. That's just double-minded, fluffy parenting. Be a parent who parents with conviction. Um, Let me give you another really basic example. Bedtimes. Um, Parent with conviction around all of these decisions that you make for your kids. I have spoken to so many mums who just let their, they basically they can't get their kids to bed at seven. And so, or not so, it doesn't have to be seven, but they can't get their bed, kids to bed at a reasonable time. So they let their kids stay up till whatever time until they're really tired, which by the way, doesn't work that way with kids. Um, you know, so it might be nine o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, and their little kids still are not in bed. But this is not good for them. So something as simple as bedtime teaches your kid that you're a person of conviction and you're a parent of conviction um, and that you will follow through. 
Now, I could go on and on about so many different ways to parent with conviction. Let me just throw a few quickly at you. Um, What's your conviction on technology and phones and social media? I just did a whole couple of parenting episodes on that. What's your conviction around sleepovers when they're little, around parties when they're older? So basically, my takeaway here is don't be a a double-minded parent. In everything that you do, you're, you're giving your kids a silent message. I'm parenting you with conviction or I'm parenting you without conviction. And if you parent without conviction by being double-minded and not making firm decisions for them, then that's sending them a really bad message and they're going to pick up on that. So continued on the parent one, and I'm going to finish soon. And I'm so I've done my first two points. I'm going to do the next two in the next episode, but just around this parenting one as well, let me, oh, let me speak to your heart here, guys. Don't parent out of fear. Okay. I see a lot of parents that double guess the decisions that they make, particularly when their kids hit the teenage years, because they're afraid that their kids are going to rebel. Don't be afraid to lead hard while they are young. Don't parent weakly and passively for fear that your kids are going to walk away from you or from God or from their values. Honestly, when I've watched parents do this, it has never ended well. So parent with strength while they're younger and they will live strong and stand strong when they're older. Okay, let me say that again. Let that sink in. Parent with strength while they're younger and they will be people of strength. They will live strong when they are older. Let me give you a really practical example here. When Georgia was about 14, she really, really, really liked this guy who was not from a Christian home. In fact, he didn't share any of the values that we would want her, you know, apart from the fact that, hello, she wasn't even allowed to have boyfriends anyway, but at that age, but she really liked this guy and he really, really liked her. And, um, I remember at one stage, like he was going to even send flowers to her house, to, to our house, her house. And Cameron and I looked at this and we're like, what the heck? Now I know parents who are too afraid to make the call and they think, well, if we're not strong, if we're too strong, our kids will go behind our back. But we were like, no, nah, we're not having that in this household. So we were pretty much like, nope not happening. So we had conversation after conversation and we parented hard on this. We led hard. We're like, no, you are not dating him. Forget it. Not happening. Even when you are 16 or out of high school, not happening. And if we find out, believe me, we will find out. You won't want to know what's coming. And no, he is not delivering flowers here. So he better cancel that or they're going straight in the bin. So while they have, and in fact, we actually said this to Georgia, while you've got no filter on on good choices for your life, we are going to be your filter. And now years later, she would never consider dating someone who didn't share her beliefs, her values. But on the other hand, I have watched people quite closely who reacted completely differently, who did not parent their young teenager with conviction, who allowed the relationship to go ahead for fear that they would go behind their back. And I'm telling you on every single one of those, their young, um, their, their daughter or son, in fact, in all these cases, I'll have to say it was the daughter in all of these cases, they went through a terrible, terrible time and their daughters got terribly hurt. Um, 
and it was really messy and absolutely horrible. So Cameron and I, I think we watched that because it kind of happened before Georgia got to that age. And we're like, when we get to that stage, we are leading with conviction. We are parenting with conviction. So I ran out of time, so I'm going to continue the next two next week. Okay. So, but let me just, let me just recap on that. The first point was that to raise kids of conviction, you have to know that it's not going to happen quickly, that it's going to happen over time. Uh, It's going to build over time through every decision that you make over a long period of time. And the second point is, am I rooted in conviction? And that's me personally and me as a parent. Okay. So I hope that's helped you guys. This is just such an important topic. And so I really wanted to take the time. So I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to unpack two more, um, two more points around how you can raise kids that have absolute conviction so that they thrive in their life. So thank you so much for joining me. Please feel free to share this. I think it's really important to share this with any parent that you know. And anyway, I hope you have the most wonderful week. Come back on Wednesday. I'm going to talk about um, something that has happened recently. Kind of it's hit all around the world about how people don't seem to know how to define what a woman is. So come back for that one. It's going to be a great conversation. I'll see you then. Have a great week. Bye.